Hello? Uh, it's on. We're live. We're live again. Guys, you know it's official because we're, we have a second episode. We have a second episode! <laughs> <laughs> you are tuning in to our second fucking episode. Of Q&A. Q&A with... Quentin and Abby. Which one's Quentin? I'm Quentin. And I'm Abby. And this is Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Abby, how how are you doing? Everything's good with you. I I've had a good day. I've had a I've had a good week. Yeah. I, are you good? Yeah. I don't think we need to like go need to go into it, but honestly, it's been really really fucking good since our like last time sitting in front of each other over a microphone. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So after our first podcast, I yes. I do have to do this now, or yeah. else I'm gonna forget. My mom's gonna kill me. Yes. So please. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Take the mic. So take the mic. I do have to give credit where credit is due because in our first podcast. <laughs> Um, I like talked about my whole story and you gave mm-hmm. me that space and that's amazing. But like, I uh, do want to shout out to my mom because yes. she Campbell, is yeah. literally the reason that I am here today. And she's, I mean, like, obviously, cause you know, I popped out of her, but like, you did, <laughs> but like I, uh, she is the one that definitely instilled that belief in me of like, you can do anything. And that's like so possible. And then like getting to where I'm at today, I realized that like not everybody had that, Yes, you know, had Agreed. parents that were yeah. so supportive and parents that were so like, no, like go do it. How can I support you? And I, um, think that's something we can easily take advantage of. Absolutely. Um, but I do need to give credit where credit is due because she's an absolutely incredible woman and I I owe her so much and I love her with every part of my being and I, yeah, I just really needed to put that out there. But I, love, I love that you're doing this. Yeah, but it actually brings me to the question that I had pop into my head yesterday. Okay, well, it was before, literally yesterday. before the question, if you guys are listening right now, um, if you haven't spoken to your parents, if you have a good relationship with your parents, like, have a moment where maybe you call them, you text them, just be like, hey, thinking of you, love you, thank you for sacrifice, whatever, however you want to get into that. But, like, I think that would be a little cute moment. Oh, my God, yeah. Shout out to our parents. Shout out to parents for, you know, bringing us into this world whether we wanted to or not. You yep, know? we love them and we forgive them. We Yes. <laughs> On to the question. On to the question of the day. But it reminded me because, like, I was talking to my mom and, you know, I was talking about support. And then I know we touched on this in our last podcast, but also, like, talking about the people that surround you that who you surround yourself with so it brings me to my question that popped into my head as i was driving to the gym yesterday of let me ask abby (laughs) what is the question (laughs) i know i've led you on so far oh my god it's like a tease okay well here's the strip um (laughs) 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 i'm so sorry (laughs) okay we'll fill you in on that later so maybe so q yes does one weed ruin the garden uh, does one weed ruin the garden? I think that's a really fascinating question. I feel like we can go in a lot of different ways. I know that we, when you had presented this question to me, you know, not with the microphones, I immediately was kind of like, I'm going to maybe take the optimistic route and I, we'll see where the conversation. I, I, I can take the negative route. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I will absolutely agree in the negative route. It's just my brain right now is mm-hmm. kind of like in the optimistic space. Okay. Um, And I feel like... It's kind of a moment where I I kind of gave this example to you of like a dandelion, right? Like a dandelion is a weed, but it's a pretty looking weed. And you may like not realize the the harm that it's doing behind the scenes, like underground um, in regards to the root system of this beautiful garden that you're making. Like if anything, if you don't tend to it, it could really start causing some damage to the the local area that it's in within this garden of let's say berries that you're trying to make or whatever i don't know i'm not really into botany or agriculture but you know bear with me um and it's a sense of like i feel like with the busyness of today's time and with society and just with all of the things that we're doing as like artists and entrepreneurs in the whole nine yards that we kind of forget to step back and look at our surroundings and assess what's going on because it just might be like oh it's a flower and you just overlook it mm. not realizing that it's like oh shit like this is actually the problem and it's disguising itself as a as a pretty flower right you know so when you think of that question yeah. and that analogy what what in terms are you bringing it to like is there a specific area of your life that you're like oh i see this metaphor show up in this way uh interesting uh 
honestly, the, the first thing that came to my brain, um, there was a friend group that I was in a couple years ago, even before I moved to Vegas, um, before COVID. And it was one of those things where like they were a foundation for me. They were my rock, the whole nine yards. And it was a moment where like I learned a lot about myself. I grew a lot about myself. But then it kind of got to a point in which we were kind of veering in different directions mm. and we were all holding on to like what we thought we wanted Mm -hmm. um and at that point since we were all kind of like going in our separate ways yet we were trying so hard to make this work that it was presenting itself as toxicity um Mm -hmm. we were getting mad at each other we we weren't compromising we weren't understanding we weren't listening we weren't doing all these things that we used to do and that's just what life is we were just kind of evolving as individuals and and making our own separate ways um and it's kind of like a moment where you're like, wait, all this frustration and all this stress and all this pressure or whatever or um, upsetness is stemming with the fact that my once unit or group of friends is now kind of diminishing. It's kind of falling apart. Um, and then once I kind of came to the realization of like, wait a minute, this is a dandelion. This is this is a weed, essentially, mm-hmm. that I, I'm fueling. Because I'm, mm, I'm, yeah, I am yeah. voluntarily evol- involving myself with this space. Right, because isn't like with the with those, if you like pick it and then like blow it, it like plants more seeds, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So as you're like picking it, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, you this don't is... realize that you're actually just spreading it. It's like it's like a mushroom essentially, like the spores that are like going through the air. All of a sudden, it's just going to infect another area. Now you have more. Now you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, literally, you're like, it's kind of like a wildfire type of situation where you're like, let me blow out this fire. And you're not realizing, I understand the science of it. We blow out carbon dioxide, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, and the air is essentially fueling it to be bigger as opposed right. to like, I'm trying to um, extinguish mm-hmm. this uh, situation. So I, I think it's always important to like be retrospective about yourself and to be like, is this really what I want? You're assessing what's going on. Um, and you're making those decisions to like really do better yeah. for yourself. And it might be difficult. Like it's not like a overnight type of situation where you're like, no, I've, never. I've, I've, I've come across to this problem <laughs> and I'm going to do something about it. And then I'm, I, I'm a better person. No, like right. this could be months, years, decades, whatever the case may be in regards to having self work and having self care. But as long as you make the intention and you have that recognition, mm-hmm you're already on the path of healing and betterment. So was your garden ruined? Absolutely not. I mean, and that's the thing is, I don't know why this is coming into my brain now, but like gardens, like when we think of farming and agriculture, um, there's different fruits and vegetables and produce that are in season. Mm -hmm. It's like watermelon we know is a summer fruit. Right. Um, Blueberries is one thing. Strawberries is another. Though with, you know, the farming industry and hormones and pesticides. We don't really need to get into that. That's why we kind of have these fruits. It's a metaphor. Yeah, I understand. But like <laughs> there are times where the fruit itself is at its prime. And when you ask like, did my garden diminish? It's like, no, it just went into a different season in regards to the fruit that I was producing. Oh, it, oh it was, okay, okay. That's what okay, I was I'm alluding following. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, so I it's like you. you could have a watermelon patch, but your fruit is going to be optimal during the summer or, you know, an avocado tree or whatever the case may be. Like, in like the phases to, of. Yeah. Like my garden just experienced a different phase. Maybe it was becoming bigger. Yeah, there, there's another analogy that I love. Oh, go for it. Um, is that like when people talk about like certain areas and certain times of their life, I always say like, well, a flower doesn't bloom all year. We had a slight interruption with our audio, but in the movie Crazy Rich Asians, um, there's a scene where they're all gathered around the family in the house and they're having a big party. And it's literally to witness this flower bloom that only blooms in a certain amount of time. Like, I want to say it's so redonkulous. It's like not even like a year. It's almost like many years where it's like we're literally just seeing this one flower bloom and then it's probably going to die come morning time or the next day or whatever and i feel like that's a interesting analogy when it's like every flower blooms when it's time for it to bloom and then Mm. it's going to go away and it's going to die but it's Mm. like it's your obligation to if you want to see it again you have to do the work plant the seed water it fertilize it the whole nine yards and it'll finally get there yeah wow like wow the work that goes into that yeah i mean yeah also you have to be aware of the fact let me rephrase or let me talk about it a little differently it's understanding that it's going to die 
And then it's then making the choice to do it all over again. Right. And I feel now kind of tying it into being an artist and, you know, it's audition season um, in Vegas and the whole nine yards where like many gigs are opening up and it's summer in the whole nine yards. We kind of do that as artists where we are constantly doing the same thing over in hopes to feel this plant or like we'll go to an audition. We'll feel super, super amazing about it and we'll water in the whole nine yards. And then we kind of almost have to forget about this plant that we just watered once the audition process is done or whatever the deliberation process that we're waiting for. Well, that, that stems into a whole other topic of like, you have to enjoy the process. You have to like, you can't just worry about the plant that's going to bloom or the flower that's going to bloom. You have to enjoy waking up every day and excited for its watering schedule. Totally. You have to be excited for like, I don't know what else you do with plants because I kill all mine and uh, I just yeah, can't be I bothered. Yeah, I have a green thumb. Yeah, no, um, my roommate does and she's great. But like, I have no clue, no idea what you do other than water it. Um, I don't know if you give it like nutrients or whatever, but like whatever is said. You don't um, talk to your plants, Abby? They're plastic. <laughs> 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 they're probably like, recycle me. <laughs> so but you know you have to be excited for taking care of such a delicate object and you have to be excited for the process and going into the idea of like taking care especially when we're talking about weeds in your garden Mm -hmm. right it's essentially like taking care of so much that you're taking out this this um weed this dandelion whatever the case may be um and you're kind of blindly stepping into a completely different side of this garden now where you're like, well, I thought that this was actually beneficial for it. But now that you're like doing all this research and whatever about taking care Mm -hmm. of this garden, Mm -hmm. you have to take out to then allow it to take up more space now because the weed was taking up space and now you, you eliminated it and Mm -hmm. now you're allowing your garden to grow and that takes time. I feel like, um, so I'm a verbal processor. It's the only way that I can like work through my life is I have to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Again, hence podcast. Um, but I was talking to my roommate about this analogy and I was like, I feel as though that moment where you find a weed in your garden, whatever, um, this garden is representing in your life. It's, I was like, it's kind of like a thank you. Like, I didn't realize how much I was neglecting my garden yeah. until this weed came up. And now I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can, I can like, reassess mm-hmm. what my priorities are in terms of making sure this garden is thriving. Of, like, I didn't realize that what I was doing maybe was harming it. Or totally. maybe was, like, causing it for... Uh, like a breeding ground of weeds. So it's like, thank you for popping up into my life and into this garden so that I can reassess how I approach it. So now let's talk about the people or individuals that they find themselves um, not realizing that their entire garden is full of weeds. Exactly. Or there's more weeds than there are plants. Right. And like, what do you do? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? When you realize that you have more weeds mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. What's um, like, maybe like, let me rephrase. Like, what is, is there a specific course of action that you recommend? Um, what's kind of like a step-by-step game plan? Is there an intention that needs to be, like, what, what how, like, hypothetically, let's say I'm like, Abby, you have a garden girl and it's full <laughs> of weeds. <laughs> if I told you that, what, what would be your course of action? Mm, okay. Uh, metaphorically or physically however you want to answer that question physically i'd probably be like fuck let me call a (laughs) landscaper (laughs) because you know i am not the one getting you know out there (laughs) you're like wait a minute this garden is real (laughs) it's not plastic oh my god and it's funny because the last house i lived in we actually had to take care of grass and i hated it anyway moving on we're fine um i'm not over it clearly um but like through that trauma at some point yeah you'll probably hear about it um but I feel like it would be, I would have to, my first thought when you said that was like, I need gloves. Like I need tools. Oh, okay. The, so you like need instruments, resources. I need tools. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way you can do absolutely fucking anything is you need to have the right tools in order to do what it is you want to do. So my first thought was like, I need to go buy gardening gloves and I need to go buy a shovel or, or a rake or, or something mm. so that I can, then look at my garden and assess the best way to go about it. Like what patch of the garden can I, can I, you know, hit first? Yes. But like those tools are so important. Like I had to take a shopping trip. Like I gotta, I might have to spend some money. I might have to spend some time. I might have to spend like my own resources in order to get the right tools in order to approach this situation, whether that's physical things or like whether that's taking a day off in order to, you know, um, 
sit and think or sit and write or sit and, you know, reassess and gather the kind of tools that I need. Maybe it's reaching out to somebody. How can you get those tools? And if you don't know, ask. We literally have smartphones, you know, just like look it up. Ask your mom, ask your best friend, ask a neighbor, ask a somebody um you know it's funny that you say that because i was just about to ask i was like would you be overwhelmed with what's going on that like you turn to someone else like would you ask for help like how how i'm a huge i'm a huge proponent and like just ask like just ask and if you like you really don't know where to start um i always say start with google (laughs) come on um okay google only because i'm a huge believer in like okay well did you do all that you can before you know you you asked um and if you really truly don't know where to start then yeah asking is a great step um you know depending on what the situation is yeah but i don't ever shun away from asking advice or just being like yo what would you do I yo. guess that's asking for advice but yo, like yo. <laughs> yo 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 <laughs> what would you do <laughs> I love that. And it's uh, honestly like that was so profound, Abby. Like, thank you so much for sharing that. Because honestly, I would have had a a completely different approach. What would you do? Well, it's interesting because the minute you were like, oh, Diva, I need to get tools. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I need to go to this store. Like, (laughs) I might have to spend money. Like, Uh that, those are things that I'm over here like, holy shit. Like, you have to invest. Yeah. Like, that's not even like the course of action that I would do. Cause like, if you turn to me and you were like, you would do cry. I would have to bring you tissues. I'm not a big crier. (laughs) I I mean, I want to be a better, I want to be better at crying. Okay. Um, that's, that's one of my 2020. Somebody out there offers classes. (laughs) Um, we don't do breath work. We do cry work. Okay. (laughs) Um, but like if you turn to me and you were like, Q, you, you have a garden full of weeds. Um, the way that I would go about it, I would start kind of reversing. I would go back in time and start realizing, okay, when did I stop taking care of myself? Or when did I stop being observant to what was going on that I allowed this to get to its point? You know, because I I think it's interesting where like our Sagittarius and Gemini's kind of differ slightly because like you're all about take action and I'm all about like the mental side of things. Mm -hmm. Where like mentally I'm over here being like, when did my my mindset change yeah. that allowed this new reality that I'm living in? Right. You because know? I feel like I, I would have to like take action now and then I'll think about it later. Yeah. But I'm, like I have to deal with it right now. Yeah. I'm over here being like, okay, well, it's kind of it's, it's interesting where it's like it can't really get worse because it's already quite large. <laughs> it's quite bad. Well, I already, yeah, I've already fucked it up. I, I already <laughs> fucked it up. So let me try and like think first. Um, it reminds me of like my dad, one of my, his like favorite quotes that he says all the time, um, it's remove foot from mouth. And basically what that means, it's kind of like, don't walk into something or say something before you know exactly what you're trying to do. Right. Like don't, don't, uh, jump the gun. Don't, uh, spill the beans. Don't like, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the phrasing that you want to use, you have to kind of sit, think about it, realize, okay, what is what is the best way right like let's say our garden is it's 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 pretty substantial you know if it's covered in weeds what are you going to do are you just going to jump in in the middle are you going to take one side are you going to go the other side are you are you going to maybe spend five minutes ten minutes one day and you kind of it's kind of like it's interesting i was having a conversation with someone regarding guided meditation um, and what their meditation practices daily you know, and that's something that he focuses on in regards to teaching people like you can have a, a daily practice of meditation and it could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It could be whatever you want it to be mm. in the space that you're in. Oh, and sure. now to take it into this garden, it's like no one's or rather the way that I see it. No one's asking me in this moment to fix all of this garden. Fix, maybe apply 10 minutes to yourself in regards to what you need in that moment, what your garden needs in this moment. You know, like Abby, it's like, okay, am I going to Lowe's and picking up, you know, some supplies to get stuff done? Or maybe it's just kind of like, maybe I just want to get my hands dirty. Like, I don't even need gloves. Like, I can just rip some some roots out in the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different ways. You just have to be like, you're finally seeing what this problem in air quotes Mm -hmm. comprises of you know yeah interesting i like the way that you you were like no i'm gonna sit and like assess first um and then you know decide if i even need the tools yeah but also it is important to sit 
and think, but you can't get stuck. Right. Because of like thinking about it, I was like, yeah, I would go get tools and then I'd come back and then I'd look at the garden and go, okay, that's where my like assessment would be. But I know that like, oh God, we're going to get like really deep here because I'm sitting, yeah, we're going to get like, because I'm sitting here thinking like, is it like an insecurity I have that I don't believe that I have all the tools necessary in order to pull out all the weeds in this garden, like that I actually need the tools. So like, I didn't think about that. I just went and got tools because I was like, that was my first thought. I was like, well, you're going to need something to help you instead of just being like, no, well, do you have everything to help you before you go get tools? Like, are those even necessary? Whereas I just kind of figured like, no, I would need tools. Like, I would need something to help me. Right. But, like, do I? Yeah. And it's interesting, like, taking it in regards to life. You know, we have our parents. It's interesting that we've talked about them earlier and, you know, sharing things in regards to the sacrifices and the things that they've done I love for you, us Mom. and the whole nine yards. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Um, love you too, Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dad. I love you too. Dads are important too. Uh, Father's Day is right around the corner. It's in four days. So make sure you, you share some love to your dads. Um, but it's essentially your parents can only do so much. Like they did the best that they could. Oh yeah, with, with the, the tools that they that had, they had uh-huh. you know. And now it's a moment in regards to your adolescence and your your young adulthood of being like, great, my parents did everything that they could. Now I need to step in, mm-hmm. or it might not even have to be a self thing. It could be like I need to ask someone else. I need to find a mentor. Mm-hmm. I need to almost be in a sense of like apprenticeship where I'm now being guided by someone who has a completely different perspective as your parents, right? Like your parents are your first teachers. They're, you're, they're the people that you trusted from the beginning. They were the ones that kept you alive. And now you're like, wait, I'm an adult now and I have to make these decisions by yourself. Absolutely not. Like that. And, it also turns because I'm always since I'm a Gemini, I always think in like both regards where you're like, OK, I need help. This and the other. Like, please help me with my garden. But there could also be a moment where there could be a sense of shame in realizing like, oh, my garden is pretty messed up right now. Mm-hmm. And it is it's going to need a lot of work. And there could be a sense of guilt or insecurity about like do admitting. I w- yeah. Right. That's like the biggest thing of do I want another person to see these inner mechanicians that right. are me in the most vulnerable state that I am, mm-hmm. you know, like that's something that takes a lot of spirit and guts as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're just, I, we're I had a thought okay. and, and it kind of left me there for is a it second. Lingering? It is lingering. Um, I guess it's like admitting you need help. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest that's the biggest step. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that thought will come back. That the thought will definitely come back. But you know, never be afraid to ask for help. Never be afraid to remember that you're not in it by yourself. Right. You know? Maybe that's where like I talk about like the tools. You know, I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna rely on tools to help me rather than going to someone to help mm-hmm. me. Um Maybe because I have trust issues. <laughs> well, maybe that's a practice that you might need to take for yourself. Right? No, like I'm not. I'm sitting here like, oh my god, you. Q, I should pay you for this. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that maybe that's like something. Um, maybe that's a seed that I should put in my garden. Is like sitting and assessing. Yeah. Before I take action, like everything doesn't need action. Well, and it's funny. I I actually came back from. Uh, a spiritual retreat in LA. I won't, this will be a whole topic for the podcast at some point. I'm still processing it. Um, but I want to say the biggest takeaway that I took from this entire experience is the sense of taking action and action holds different faces. It takes shape in many different ways. And it kind of goes back to when I mentioned you may sit and ponder and think and, and, come to the conclusion, right? Like you, you did all the mental work, mm-hmm. um, but nothing is more powerful and impactful than taking the mental into the physical, like start doing something right. about it. And that, like I said, that little something could be five minutes. That yeah. little something could yeah. be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to phone a friend. Like I'm just going to pick up the phone and text or call or just be like, hey, I trust you with this, you know, or I'm, hey, I'm going through something. You know, because I feel like we kind of forget that we're all walking through this world 
a little lost, a little confused, and we just come across some awesome people. Oh, we're all on the same boat. Yeah. And it's sinking at the same time. Literally, (laughs) you know, some people are on starboard and other people are on the port side. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. And it's a moment of realizing, like, where is this hole? What's the best course of action? And how are we going to, like, move forward from this experience? Right. Together, stronger, better than ever. Mm -hmm. And that being said, you can come to this realization and then you realize that the people that are around you are not equipped to do that. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. It, it's funny that I bring this up because your TikTok that you posted, I think, yesterday oh, yeah. just popped up in my brain. It was about so you. Like, <laughs> so, was. like, I definitely, like, had a day yesterday. Yeah. And not even a day. It was just, like, a moment. But it was a moment that carried so much weight. And I know that I let it carry so much weight in me. But it was because it was part of a experience that I'd never had before, and right. that I would never experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's life, then baby. It, like, oh, it. <laughs> amen. You in the face, okay? Amen. But like this, this like situation came up, and I had this moment of like, oh my god. And then the only thing that I wanted to do was like, I was so excited for you to get to the studio. I mm-hmm. was like, I need to see Q. I need to give him a hug. Yeah. And like, I made a TikTok afterwards. I was like, you found your person. Whenever you can just like hug yeah. them, and you can just hug them for like thirty seconds, and there's not a question, and they just like you know, and you just like feel safe. But I think it was interesting because like speaking from my perspective of coming into the studio I was like I need to find Abby because I need a hug like it was a moment where like I was just like I need this hug right now and I remember hugging you and I was like oh we're hugging for a while and it wasn't like oh why are we hugging for this long it was like wait did she need this hug too and we just (laughs) did not verbalize the fact that like we both needed a hug in this moment and then like you said it was like 30 seconds and then we were like that was Everything's good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was we're, good. We're good now, you yeah. know. And it's funny. I found I saw TikTok, kind of in the in the same regards of what we're talking about. But in these moments of like overwhelmingness or uh, uncertainty or just kind of came out of nowhere, like you didn't realize how much mm-hmm. this um, had on you. You kind of have to ask yourself these three things, and sometimes it's better. Um, if it's coming from someone else, like if someone's asking you, so you can ask, either ask yourself this que- these three questions um, or you could be the one facilitating and asking someone else mm-hmm. where it's like, do you need to be heard? Do you need to be helped or do you need to be hugged? So it's like yeah. in these moments, like I knew that I needed to be hugged and then Abby knew that she needed to be hugged. And on, I mean, we're just connected in that way that we just kind of hugged each other and just held on and didn't want to let go, you know, but it's in these moments of maybe that's the sense of taking action where either you're asking yourself those questions or you're just realizing that your friend's just a little off and you're like, do you need a hug? Do you need help? Do you want, or um, do you want to be heard? Right. You know? And I might eat my words here because it was like, maybe I should not take action and just assess, but assessing is taking action. Of that course. is, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is a it, step. And that's something. a great first step. Yeah. That is a great, you know, initial process. You can't do anything unless you start right. somewhere. Um, it was just the first thing in my brain to be like, well, it would make sense. You would need tools. Yeah. How are you going to get down there yeah. to those roots? How are you going to, how are you going to get into the inner root system that is these plants? Right, right. in the weeds and, um, the complexities. Right. Of the roots. Cause we are <laughs> complex individuals. Okay. Oh our my roots gosh, go deep I know. and our roots are sometimes not even our own roots. And it's actually funny that you say you saw that TikTok because I've always said everybody just wants to be heard. That's the oh, root yeah. of uh, root, uh, root, root, root. <laughs> That's the root of absolutely everything is everybody just wants to be heard in some way, shape or form because it's if you're being helped, somebody heard you. You know, right, if you're right, being right. hugged, somebody heard, heard you, you and yeah, accepted yeah. it. And it's like So maybe our weeds just want to be heard. Maybe they're coming into our garden because there's something that our, our garden is trying to tell us. Abby, I think you're onto something. Here. <laughs> I love analogies. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, if everybody wants to be heard and there are some things that come up inside of us that we don't want to hear. Yeah. Maybe those are, those can represent the weeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean your day is ruined. And that doesn't mean you are ruined. It and just means that like something needs to be heard. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you say this because now I just got this thought of like the weed itself has purpose. 
It, yeah, it you, does. You, you have to acknowledge it. it it's, yeah. It's not just it's like there. this. It's there. It wants to be heard. Yes, <laughs> it wants to be heard. And it's kind of like, I don't know why I'm thinking of this. It's like a baby. It's just like, say it's in its cradle or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's crying. Mm-hmm. It wants to be heard. Yeah. Some people are like, you're a nuisance like a weed, and I don't want to attend to you. But the baby's going to keep crying until someone attends to this baby. Right. You know, so it's it's not. And the thing is, the baby's going to get louder and louder and louder and louder as this weed continues to grow and grow and grow and yeah. grow until all of a sudden you're like, great, I have to tackle this now. I have mm-hmm. to do something because now it's just getting out of control it's getting out of hand yeah and eventually when you find a way to tackle mm-hmm. all the weeds in your garden it it's it's to me there's always going to be an assessment at the end of a situation or at the end of tending to your garden where there's gratitude because mm-hmm. i know you, you're very very big into mm-hmm. gratitude but again like That's and i kind of said it words. earlier of like thank you yeah for showing up because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I wasn't taking care of it the way that I should. Or thank you, because now I found a new way to take care of it. Yeah. Or thank you, you know, insert gratitude affirmation here. Exactly. <laughs> and it's interesting. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but um, she's my circus mom. I love her so much. Her name's Terry Lee. Um, she's one of the reasons why I'm the person I am today. And a, a quote that she taught me is, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. expecting a different different result result. you know and it's just that thing of like you see this weed you see the 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 task at hand you Mm -hmm. see the problem and you're like oh it's gonna get better right you're like you're just looking from afar oh (laughs) Oh, it's it's gonna get better like yeah like the sun's really hot today it'll burn it like i don't know like (laughs) you know the kid across the street has his like magnifying glass he'll like fucking burn it i don't know you know (laughs) i thought that only worked for ants yeah who knows you know like hey i'd have a magnifying glass that is my resource okay we uh abby and i were in an escape room for my birthday and we were using hints we'll get into that maybe later in this podcast because that's a funny story and we're like press on the hint button and the hint on the screen pops up and it's like have you used the mirror to like look through xyz and we didn't have the mirror in our hand yet and abby just had a magnifying glass and she turns to the screen and she's like does this look like a mirror to you like it was the funniest thing in my life and then eventually we, we figured they really out they watched the entire process yeah. and i'm like boy if you were actually watching you would realize that we don't have a mirror we don't have a mirror so why did you suggest <laughs> using a mirror and then abby was like well, i was like i'm using my phone mirror, exactly <laughs> if we don't if we don't I'm have a mirror i'm gonna use my phone yep we we got out of the escape room, so that was good. I was very defiant in the beginning. I was like, oh, "We're yes. not using hints. Uh, we are professional escape Wait, room." Wait, were artists. you defiant and asking for help? Well, at first I was not asking for help, and then I was like, "You know what? Yes, it is my birthday, but I don't want to be the drama queen." So I turned to the group, I turned to the, the <laughs> collective, and I said, "Guys, are we are we using hints like?" Is this is this the route that we're taking? And after a twenty minute conversation, and, well, I wouldn't say it wasn't that long. No, but it felt that it, long, <laughs> honestly. And I was like, okay, we'll allow hints. Fast forward, we're like thirty minutes into this into this. Um, we were fifteen. Room. We were fifteen minutes. It in. felt like thirty minutes. <laughs> I was like, guys, we're using a hint. But I mean, I I think that shows maybe some character development. It you it know? does it does because by the end of the I, thing, I, you, I was the one that was pressing the button every five minutes. Every when we five minutes, you were out. pressing the button. It was it was me, yes. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was an opportunity in which I was asking for help. That's what I mean. Like, oh my gosh, were you trying was, not to? I was ask foreshadowing for help. what we were going to be talking about. Exactly. I'm actually applying what we're talking about, guys. Yeah. We are practicing what we're preaching. Oh yeah. Period. And luckily, we can keep each other accountable. And that's important. Having people that are in your corner and that are going to kind of tell you how it is at times. Like they're going to sugarcoat things when they need to. Cause I think it is important when like, say Abby, you're going through something and I know what's going to trigger you. Um, it's choosing when I'm going to say what I need to say for you to hear it. Unless I know that you're like tough as nails in this moment that you're going to be able to accept what I'm saying, right. you know, and you need to have friends that will kind of like put you in those uncomfortable positions because at the end of the day, it's like the people that surround you surround yourself with should be making you a better person at the end of the day. Right. I'm not saying it's their responsibility to do that. It's just something that happens organically mm-hmm. that all of a sudden as a whole, 
we're bettering ourselves because we're keeping each other accountable, putting each other, checking each other essentially. Um, and just being like, did you follow through with this? Are you, are you, did you do this thing that you said that you were going to do? Or like, Hey, I noticed that I'm, I'm not a big fan when you're doing this. I'm just bringing this to attention. Mm -hmm. And now you have the opportunity and the power and the tools. Mm -hmm. Cause I said something mm -hmm. for you to act upon them. Right. You know, I think that's also very crucial and important when it comes to the people that are, are in your inner circle. Right. Um, I, I, sorry, I only pause, uh, because I'm thinking like, but there were so many times in my life that I feel like I'd never had an inner circle. Oh, truth. You know, preach where it's like, where, you know, what if whoever's listening, um, doesn't have somebody like that. And I like totally resonate with that yeah. because it's like other than my mother, <laughs> Come on, Mom. um, and my sister, um, who don't live here and who I don't talk to every day, you know, I, prior to you, which was right. what a month ago, <laughs> guys, okay, we've only been friends what? for like a, a month, month and, a half. Okay. <laughs> and then but prior to you, I feel like I don't, I, I don't really, I wouldn't say somebody in my inner circle would, yeah. well, that's a lie. My roommate makes me pay my taxes. So she keeps me on my shit, Period. but like live, love roommate. Right. But like in the way that you're talking, I feel like I, have not come across that and I can definitely resonate with somebody out there who's like but I feel like I don't have that so how do I find that I think that's a very profound and deep question um that's you and my life honestly this is my literally that's this is existence. my thought process all, all of the, the time, time. Yeah. this is how I am I mean this is my like set I came into this world feel thinking this way <laughs> she came out I the did womb. no inner work her first, <laughs> this was just me her first words were friend group <laughs> Her first word was mama. Exactly, it was weed. That was that was the first word that came out of Abby's mouth. Um, like this is the, my brain all day. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I definitely attribute to like not having a friend group, not having a close knit circle. I mean, as years have progressed, like those friend groups may be temporary. You know, like maybe it lives for a couple months. Maybe it lives for a couple years. You know, like in elementary school depending on the school that you go to, like you could be in the same class with someone from kindergarten all the way to fifth grade, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's middle school where that's just three years. And then it's high school where it's four years. Yeah, Cause I changed schools then, a lot. Yeah. Like I did that too. Like I lived in Florida for eight ish years. My eighth year of being alive, I was kind of being homeschooled. And by year nine, I was finally in the fourth grade from fourth grade. I was at one school, fifth grade. I was at a new school and then sixth, seventh, eighth. I was at one school. And then from high school on, I was now in one thing. But also I was moving constantly too, you know. So I can totally see where someone who's constantly going and moving and not having a set location, that's difficult to find people. But I think the most important thing is understanding the power that you have as an individual. Right. Um, and also coming to terms of communicating when you need something. Like Abby said, you know, she had her mom, she had her sister, she has a roommate. You know, like those are people that she had trust that when things were hitting the fan, she could be like, hey, I'm coming to you in a vulnerable space um, and maybe I just want you to hear me. Like, I don't need you to have a response. That's something that I've learned in regards to like when I want to share something and I don't need a response because there's sometimes people want to interject, but sometimes you don't need people to interject is by just being transparent in the beginning and be like, hey, perfect example. Um, I came out. Maybe I'm 25 now, so four years ago. Oh, congratulations, Q. Four years. Proud of you. Thank you. Happy Pride um, Month. Happy Pride Month, <laughs> yes. Um, and it's one of those moments where, you know, figuring myself out and my sexuality and the whole nine yards, like, these are all things that I had to kind of come to terms with, and I'm still coming to terms with, and I'm not putting a done light on myself. But that being said, I remember earlier in this year, I just remember being in a very happy space. Um, and I turned to my dad and I turned to my grandma and I just turned to the people that I hadn't really solidified my, um, I don't even want to say sexual orientation cause I just feel me as a person. I'm so much more than just the people that I'm interested in, but I just kind of opened the conversation and I prefaced, I was like, I've done all this work. I've come to the realization and I'm here to just share these thoughts with you. And I'm also not expecting a response. Like, I'm, I'm really happy in this situation. I feel happy with myself. I'm proud of myself, of all this work and research that I've done, you know, over the years. 
um, and I can invite you to hold the conversation, but also I'm in this space and this power that I'm like, I don't need you to say anything. Like I'm, I'm coming from a place of just saying, hey, I'm interested in this person and they make me happy and that's the bottom line. That's actually, um, you just gave me an idea. Do you mind if I share it? Take it away. Um, and because I feel like, sorry, I'm still thinking about like if somebody out there feels like they don't have that. Yeah. Um, finding the people that do surround you and being like, okay, I know this person is a great listener. Yeah. And we might not have like the closest connection ever, but I feel like if I go to somebody and be like, I just need you to listen. And if they're a good listener, they'll do it. Oh, absolutely. Or if like there's somebody in your life you know gives great advice, mm-hmm. you know, be like, yo, I'm looking for some advice. It's funny. And like even though you might not have like somebody who initially will take that step of like, bitch, get your shit together. Yeah. You can always do the work or do the investigation. I'll take those of, steps. Yeah, of seeing who in your life could show up for you. Because I feel like when you um, create space for people to show up, most of the time we do. That's why community works so well after yeah. a catastrophe. Absolutely. And it's funny. It reminds me of a TikTok <laughs> where it was so dumb, but it was in a sense of like, it was just some random music and like two friends looking at each other. And the caption that was over the video was basically like, the best friend that I have right now is literally a random stranger. <laughs> like there was a time where this person was, was literally a, a random stranger. Yes. And now all of a sudden you just have this bond and connection you share everything with and whatever the case may be. Right. So I feel like, If you set an intention in regards to like there is someone out here that is could um, take that space in regards to like a best friend, a bestie, a sister, a brother, you know, the whole nine yards. Like there's going to be a time for that as long as you create the space. Right. And you take the the action to be like like how Abby just said, like, I know this person is a really good listener and I just want to to share what I have to share. Right. And that's the thing. If you're a great listener, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to share back. Right. You know, so it, it, it could create a, an environment in which you're playing towards people's strengths. And when you play towards people's strengths, it makes them feel better themselves. Right. Like already thinking about it, like again, prior to you, well, not, well, I mean, still now. Right. Like I have one roommate who's just like the absolute like ray of sunshine literally and like she is just the most beautiful human being and like i she's been such a rock and she's always the person that like i like go to first yeah, for totally. sure like she's definitely a best friend i mean like i feel like it's also interesting how people show up in your life like yeah. in different ways mm-hmm. you know um i do actually want to bring one thing back to the whole garden analogy yeah please um because like it's so easy to see like a weed pop up and just be like, screw it and just let it run rampant. Oh, absolutely. You You're know? like, oh, it's just a little thing. Right. I'll get to it later. Oh, y- yeah. And then it just lets it run rampant. And then eventually you get to the point of like, well, why even try? You know, why even put in the effort? Right. And it's like, well, maybe if you just pick one weed a day. Yeah. That's actually a tool that I use in regards to cleaning my car out. Like my, <laughs> I know this sounds really weird and out of no, the blue, it's, it's, but it's literally like my car is practically, I have a Lyra in the back seat, but my car is always, um, for those that aren't circus people, a Lyra is the hoop that people hang from the ceiling and they can do whatever they want. Um, so I, I'm currently hosting a, a hoop in my backyard or not my backyard, my back, my, the back seat of my car. I digress. Um, but I'm like, I don't like having a messy car. So what am I going to do every day? I'm going to take just one piece of trash out and over a week's time, you're like, wow, the inside of my car is beautiful. (laughs) And then it's amazing when people are like, wow, your car is like really clean. And I'm like, it's because once a day I used to, and then you tell them and they're like, oh my gosh, I could try and apply that to my life. And now all of a sudden it's just kind of like a domino effect of people Mm -hmm. like just doing little things that eventually it's like, oh my God, you can turn back and be like, Oh my God, wait, my garden's clear. Yes. It's empty. Yeah. Of weeds. Exactly. And all I had to do was start with one weed. And now you actually have space in your car to have people and you can drive and do road trips and the whole nine yards with, as opposed to like them pushing everything to the side. Right. Like everyone's sitting comfortably. Again, creating space for your people to show up for you. Ooh, full circle. Full circle, my man. I love, I love. This felt like a very successful conversation. And it's so funny. I'm just being fully transparent with you guys right now. Abby just was like, I got this thought 
And I was like, okay. Like we like there wasn't much like preparation about it. We had like a little conversation in regards to our opinions. But I'm just really glad that we kind of like ebbed and flowed and upped and downed like through this circle or not this circle, but this question, because we've circled around this question of kind of like the concept of like, what if a weed is in your garden? Yeah. And does it, it is it ruined? Yeah. I would say it's not ruined. Oh, I def- I definitely feel like it's not ruined. Um, And even if you feel like it is, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Because that's the thing is you could just pull them out. Exactly. And it's good as new. I mean, worst case, if you want to be an extremist, you could just set the whole bitch on fire. And you could, it, that could get the work done, too. The fire signs in me are like, yes, yes. let it burn. Arson. <laughs> Arson. Honestly, um, just make sure that it's in a space in which you're allowed to cause a giant bonfire. I mean, right. hey, yeah. go to Burning Man. If, you know, the, Or as long as you're in the Midwest, you're fine. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> speaking from experience, I think. Well, yeah, Abby, yeah, yeah, we used to have massive bonfires on the farm. That's cool. Like they would go like a mile high. It's it's like stupid. A mile high. Yeah, I know. We're gonna the be flame? like, yeah, like it was. That's crazy. a long, That's a very long distance. Well, I, I'm probably over exaggerating. Expression. Well, I'm, it, it's gonna be expression for now because okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch myself on my exaggeration. Watch, I'm gonna. I go love hyperboles. Like Abby said, go to Google. I'm gonna be like, okay, Google, how high could a flame go? <laughs> and then I'm gonna send Abby a screenshot, being like, oh mile my high, but I remember my it ass. Being so far away from the house, and I would literally be sitting like at my front door. And feeling the heat. Like, it was... Anyway. That's kind of scary. It's, it was a lot. I'll tell you about it. Maybe not on the podcast. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> well, maybe on the podcast, but not this one. Yeah, exactly. Not this episode. Um, so, what are you grateful for? Yeah, let's tie it down. Um, honestly, I have a lot to be grateful for. Um, I want to see... I am, I am grateful for friends. Yeah. I'm grateful for friends. Um... And I'm not going to give any shout outs because I have a lot of friends. Like I have friends in the dance community and I have friends in the circus community. And there is just people in those two communities that um, I could totally give a shout out right now. But you know what? I'm just going to kind of just do an overarching moment because sometimes you don't realize that there are people that are in your corner because they're not in front of you. And then all Mm. of a sudden you get a text message or you get a call or a DM or what, however they choose to communicate with you. Um, and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I kind of forgot about you. You not even just forget, but you just, you kind of sit back and you're like, wait a minute, like this person is on my side. Right. Like like I didn't, okay. So I, maybe not the word forget, but maybe like I didn't realize. Yeah. Like like I didn't, there wasn't that like moment of like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like there are days where I see Abby every single day. (laughs) You know, like I could literally when I say friends, I could literally just talk about Abby. Right. But there are like <laughs> other people and there are specific people, in, in especially regarding this week in particular, where I'm like, we haven't kikied often or we haven't spoken in a long time. And it was just a moment where it's like this and the other do this, focus on this, keep doing this. I love this, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, wow. Mm. Like I feel, I feel taken care of, um, and I feel seen because, you know, I was just using one of those friends in particular. They had mentioned that they were like, oh my God, I saw you posting about this and this and the, and I was like, I just kind of sat back and I was like, oh my God, like you've been like checking Instagram or like looking at my stories and (laughs) these things, you know? So I I just, I'm in really, I'm in a moment of gratefulness just in regards to the people that I've now opened my life to my garden to my circle to um because right now my my friends are are fueling me in a very amazing way and i'll i'll end it there because i could keep going on how uh, how fantastic i feel my friend group is at the moment that's always a good rant to go on yeah something about being grateful um is so I don't know, lighthearted and beautiful to do. I mean, also a rant of uh, gratitude. (laughs) It's like I it's a moment of like having a little bit of vulnerability in regards to the people that you truly care about. Right. You know, and expressing to them, you know, how you feel. So now I ask Abby, what are you grateful for? Um, I'm going to follow Sue. Yay. I'm going to pull the same card. No, that's totally good. Um, I'm going to lay the same deck Uh, because like like I said, Earlier in the podcast, I had a, I had a moment yesterday in a, in a, in a that could have turned into a day. It turned into a day. I let it turn into a day. Um, but, you know, I talk myself off the ledge of being like, no, I can't focus on the weeds that popped up in my garden. Mm-hmm. I have to focus 
on the beautiful flowers that I've already grown. Ugh. Like that, like go off. I could sit here all day and talk about like, oh my God, I cannot believe that this weed popped up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's such a bitch. Look at the way that she like, sits. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, and why would I give my attention to two weeds or three weeds or, or one weed and, completely um, disregard and disregard the else. beauty yeah. that yep. resides in that garden. And girl, your garden is beautiful. Oh my God, my garden is gorgeous. Y'all should come see Abby's garden. Oh my God, it's beautiful. There's so many colors and so many like shapes and sizes and species. And like, I just, come on, I, species. <laughs> I just like love it so much. And so like yesterday, and that's been such a theme, which is how I got that analogy driving to the gym. Again, why I don't know, but that was the phrase in question that popped into my head. I mean, it's it was clearly like, something that we had to talk about. Yeah, it is because we've talked about it for fifty minutes. <laughs> and I love how technically this is a single take, except for that one little um, technical error that we had. That oh, yeah. our, her computer was like, um, something's not running fast enough, and yeah. we were like, try us. We're like, well, it's not me because I'm sitting yeah, down. Literally, <laughs> literally, I'm doing absolutely nothing. We are. In Fat Abby's Amy bed. would definitely yeah, pass us. She would. She's horizontal running right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but that being said, are are we concluding? Yeah, I think with that, um, we d- tender to your garden. Yeah. And be grateful for it. Don't be afraid to look at it too. Yeah. Ask you know. for help. Be heard, and we love you all. Ask someone if they need help, if they want to be heard, or if they need a hug. Check in on your friends, y'all. Yeah. It's never a bad thing to do. It's Just be like, yo, what do you need right now? Yeah. Do you need to like? Let anything out? Do you need to be heard? Like, do we need to go to the movies? Do we need to go yeah. to a club? What do like, we need to, Q, do we, what are we doing after this? <laughs> what are we doing after this? That's a great question. Well, I mean, you need to pack. Because I need to pack. You're, you're road tripping pretty right. soon. In T minus uh, four, five hours, you're going to be hitting the road. No, that's tomorrow. I so, thought you said 1 a.m. Yeah, well, tomorrow night. Oh, so Friday, uh, Friday at 1 a.m. Uh, well, yeah, if you want to get into technical terms. Yeah, because I was like, damn, girl, you're leaving in five hours? No. Okay, work. Okay. Well, anyway, said, <laughs> um, I'm gonna let Abby pack, and we're gonna conclude this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and once again, I'm Quentin. I'm Abby, and you just listened to Q and A. Bye, y'all. Bye.